This episode is brought to you by The Shop. Are you wanting a haircut, trim, or just a fresh new look in general? Look no further than The Shop. Located in Lehigh Acres, Florida, their friendly and chill atmosphere makes you feel right at home while getting your favorite hairstyle that suits you. Check them out on Google today, that's D-A-S-H-O-P, for more information and see what they can do for you. The Shop is a proud supporter of The Real Paul Show. Welcome to another episode of The Real Paul Show, where artists share their heart about their passion for what they do. Take a moment to look over the episode's description to familiarize yourself with available links as they will be mentioned throughout the podcast. And now, here's your host, Paul Weiss. Hello, and welcome to The Real Paul Show. My name is Paul, and I'll be your host. Today's episode, we are talking with Constant, who is a musician, composer, singer, and all-around awesome chick. I love this girl. She has done some really good work. She can be found on Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, um, Apple Music, Amazon, everywhere you can find your music. She's most likely there. All the links will be in the description of this episode. Let's go ahead and head into that now. So, Constant, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Deanna. I go by the name Constant. That name, Constant, actually comes from my family's of Greek heritage. My parents immigrated here from Greece and my real name, my Greek name is Constantina. And it's also like a passed down name from my grandmother who's now passed. That's very, very close to me. And also both of my grandfathers. So like three generations of this name. So I kind of hold it dear. And even the word itself, like cutting it down to constant, I think for me, music has been probably the one and only constant in my entire life, whether that's been growing up exposed to all sorts of music. My dad is, his collection of vinyl is insane. And and when I was little, he was like a kid in a candy store and all kinds of genres. And I just naturally gravitated towards it and would sort of take records without knowing and, you know, playing them for myself. And and as I got older, I learned to appreciate just being exposed to so many different types of artists and bands. That kind of kickstarted me into my obsession with music. And then in my early teens, I started writing and songwriting came out of that. Like at first it just started with I would I would do short stories and a lot of poetry and then just because I was constantly listening to music, I would just start writing. That's been something for me that has gotten me through so many tough times. Just having that to kind of lean on and fall back on when you're going through something rough or life transitions, growing pains, heartache, whatever it is, it's the pen and the piece of paper is always there to pick up and you kind of 
get it out of your system that way. So for me, probably my biggest medicine is songwriting for sure. And it's kind of hard to put my style into a box because I've sort of played around with a lot of different styles. Like I actually started out writing a lot of hip hop before because I love like rhyming schemes and writing lyrics in a clever way. I was always really gravitated towards just like that classic hip hop sort of with a conscious twist to it. Tribe Called Quest, Nas, Lauryn Hill, the Fugees, that kind of style. And then I started sort of playing around with different sounds. Like I'm a huge Amy Winehouse fan, huge Etta James fan. <laughs> you see where this is going? <laughs> yeah. Soulful music. I mean, Janis Joplin, Joni Mitchell. Those real female songwriters really spoke to me as I got older and did really resonated with me. That kind of raw female vocalist style that sort of everything's on the table, bearing your soul and... I also just love performing that kind of music too. I have a background in acting as well in theater. Nothing beats for me getting to kind of be in that zone where you're just like belting it out and <laughs> getting it all up there. So definitely that's sort of the style that I feel the most comfortable in now. And tying it in with this whole the frequency and, and all that stuff that I'm getting into now, the last year of my life, I've gone through this huge spiritual journey, shadow work, a lot of kind of processing, trauma and PTSD, just wanting to, you're nodding your head, I know you get it. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, those those moments where everything kind of shifts in your life. And I spent a long time limiting myself by living in a victim mentality and life I can't change my life and my way of thinking. And this is the way I've been brought up. And I had this moment where I was like, I can just basically untangle everything I've ever known about myself and the world around me and start new if I want to. There's really nothing stopping me if I want to. And I started learning more about using healing frequencies, the different Hertz frequencies and the impact that they have on your body and on healing so many different things, whether it's spiritual, emotional, physical, like real disease and ailments. And it made a huge impact on my life and my own healing. So I integrate that with everything that I work with in terms of sound now. And I've started a little bit of it on Instagram, but I'm hoping to get to the amount of followers I need on TikTok to be able to do a live where I can engage with people and have it be something that's a collaborative medium to create and also in a positive, high vibrational way. Right. So that's where it's heading. And I'm kind of at this place in my life right now where I've released control of the outcome or how I think things are supposed to go. And, and I'm just doing what I enjoy and not thinking too much about how it's all going to work out. And that's given me a bit of freedom. And also it opens up the door to new opportunities, right? Like this, which is awesome. I think that's awesome. I think it's very next level. It's really good to hear that you are straying towards the Amy Winehouse and that type of sound, because I've listened to your stuff out there and it's all good, but I really like that. It seems like it's really your niche, something you seem really connected and natural with it. And it's very peaceful on its own. And then to think about bringing the frequencies in there, I'm really excited to see what comes up. I appreciate that. Thank you. 
And I love hearing like what resonates with people the most. And it's funny how it works out where it's like, once I'm finding my voice more, it's almost like people can sense that that's the true way that you're going. And then people tend to like the most too. So I appreciate you saying that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The energy really shows that's in it. And, and something I've always loved about that style of music is it's all out. Like everything seems extremely emotional and in touch, but it's not blown out as far as it's not like somebody trying to reach their highest octave every time. Yeah. But you know that you're completely emotionally invested in it and the message from it. And that's a great way to connect people. Yeah, that's kind of my favorite. You put it so perfectly. There's no better feeling than when you can tell that just by you expressing something that's raw and real, and then somebody else connects with it. It's a very special thing for sure. Yeah. So let's unpack a little bit of what you said in your intro. I love your intro. That was very nicely full of detail, clear. I love it. So you had referenced people influencing you. What attracted you to music? What drew you in? Can you expound on, you know, what you just told us, but in a fuller sense in that particular area? Yeah, I feel like for me, music has always been a way to articulate everything. I've I've always been a very sensitive, empathic person. And I find that sometimes in just normal everyday life, when you're you know, communicating and connecting with people, it's hard to articulate everything that we're feeling. And for me, music was always as just like this entity in itself where you can just be engulfed in emotion and, and what your experience as a human being can be found in different music. And it's like, you know, when you're walking down the street, like for me, I love having music be like the soundtrack of my day. So no matter what I'm doing, I enjoy having music to be an accompaniment to what I'm doing. It just adds to the experience of absolutely everything. You could find bits of, like I said, say you're going through heartbreak or say you're having a great day or you're having a crappy day or whatever. Music almost feels like it's sort of cradling you depending on what you're listening to. You can, it's something to identify with on a deeper level. And it's also something that connects all of us on such a deep level. Like it's, it's the universal language, right? It's sort of everything to me. Unlike the daily soundtrack, do you have specific go-tos or do you just create your own playlists that are a certain things that mean to you or based on activity, that kind of thing? I kind of a bit of everything you just said. If I know I'm going to be performing live or something, I'll make a little playlist before to get myself in the mood or Sometimes I even like to just do a shuffle of everything because I've got so much stuff. Sometimes I forget what I've got and just sort of see where that takes me. But or even on a day like today that I've had like a busy week and today was kind of a slower day. I've listened to a lot of different things. I had like even just some I had like Lauren Hill in the background earlier. And then I was even listening to some meditation music, like just an instrumental and lo-fi and just Sometimes I like to listen to music that also doesn't have lyrics to it yet because it kind of gets my brain in that creative place and I can create my own sort of narrative to it. There's definitely somebody I'll have to share with you that she does write some music too, but she does a lot of the beats and the sounds and stuff and then just tosses it out there for people to love that and stuff. It's pretty amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Are you talk are you talking about Stormy? 
I am, yes. Yeah, Stormy Weather. Yeah. That's an she's awesome the, name. She's actually <laughs> going to be on here. There's a purpose behind that name, too. I'll let you discover that on your own. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so Homework. <laughs> you, again, you were so vibing with us. And now a quick word from our sponsor. You have music that you listen to. Yes. And music that you compose. Yes. So tell us what it is that it does for you when you listen, which you just kind of did. If you want to sound on that some more, you can. Okay. Um, Okay. Then give us what is it that it does for you when you compose it. Right. Okay. This is getting juicy. (laughs) We're totally vibing here. I love it. Well, yeah. Like I think I touched a bit on that when I'm listening It honestly feels like you're being cradled, like for me anyway. It feels like when you're a baby and you're being held in your mother's arms and it's a pacifier. Like music is the ultimate comfort, I feel. It's a way to connect with yourself and what you're feeling because sometimes, I don't know if you've found this, I can't really pinpoint what I'm feeling. You know, you're going about your day and you're going through the motions and then all of a sudden a song comes on and you're like oh man, this is what I'm feeling right now. And you're sort of overcome with it. And it's like a moment for you to be in it. I feel like it allows me when I'm listening to have a moment with myself, right? And like be present with myself. And I get inspired by the things I listen to also, right? Like it's so cool to be able to hear new sounds and discover different artists, but then also... There's nothing like when you hear a song that's like one of your favorites, one of your go-tos in a moment where you really need it and just like letting yourself fully bask in everything that that is. It's an experience that can't really be duplicated. The first time you hear a song that you you really resonate with, it's, it's kind of unparalleled. So listening to music, yeah, it's an experience that you can't get anywhere else because it's just being able to experience with all your senses at the same time through sound is the coolest to me. (laughs) Just like love it. And then when I'm, I think you said when I'm writing or when creating music. Yeah, for me, that's my time to cathartically get out what's in me. I very much write about my experiences in life. I've written a lot about the things that I've gone through, like adversity and challenges and trauma. And for me, being able to take a bad thing and change the way that you look at it, because like once you experience something that's painful, it's hard to sort of separate yourself from it when you're stuck in it. So when I'm writing, it allows me to like take that out of myself and have it be like, another entity all in itself. And I can look at it in a different way. Like I can see it from a different perspective, able to change it and make it into something that is positive too, right? I have a song called Warrior Cry. That's about a very, one of the most difficult moments of my life that I didn't know if I would be able to survive after that. And I initially started writing that song to chronicle all the different things that I went through to support myself during that time. And for me, really getting that out there was such a healing experience and being able to twist it and put it in the light and and also have people identify with it and message me and be like, hey, this song really helped me. 
I saw the video and I related to this and that. And yeah, so that is the most rewarding thing, especially just being able to write something that you know wasn't an easy thing to do and then have people resonate with it or it help them in some way. That's the coolest thing ever to me. Awesome. Awesome. Jeremy, you got anything? I love how you mentioned how you can get wrapped up in it because in many instances, I'm stressed out or something and I've got kind of a go-to. Right now, it's kind of funny at work when I'm stressed out. My go-to is a song called My Mother Told Me. Yeah, Natty, yeah. Dread, Natty Dread is is the version that I listen to and it's extremely grounding and naturalistic, but it does, it kind of wraps you up like in a cocoon where you can just step back for a minute and just experience that world and do a nice reset or connection with nature to get you through, put you in a different mindset if you're starting to stray off course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to, I'm writing it down right now. You said Natty Dread. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to check that out. It's, it, isn't it, isn't it interesting how like even just, just playing something can just change your whole state of being? Like if you, if you think about how you felt before you heard that, that song probably, and then after you listen to it, you can like feel the difference too, which is awesome. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, you might have said, and I might have, I might have missed it. Like, when did you start singing or writing? Like, like what age did you get into? I started writing when I was like fourteen, and then I started singing. Like, I wrote for a long time, and then I started singing in my early twenties. Probably, I'm thirty-two now. I started singing. Uh, I, like, and it was almost like, okay, just for fun. Like it wasn't like, I wasn't sort of doing anything with it. And, um, and then I started like taking it seriously about five years ago, probably. Yeah. Where I was like starting to kind of, you know, get into it more and, and take it seriously instead of just thinking, you know, like how everybody, well, not everybody, but some people do where at first you're like, oh, whatever, you know, this is just a hobby, you know, really allowing myself to see that, you know, this is my thing and I love doing this and, and, and trusting in my ability. I think, you know, I thought that just because I hadn't had like a lot of classical training, like I'm very instinctive with this stuff. Like I know I have a good ear and it's just inside of me, you know, and, and that's been a big part of my growth too, just as a person in general is like really owning who I am and owning that that's, an innate natural part of who I am and not being afraid to show that. So yeah. And the, but the last, I'd say the last three years, it's been okay. Um, we're doing this. <laughs> so yeah. You know, it's from me doing my music. I have learned something in probably the last, like whenever, let's see, when did COVID COVID came 2020. So in 2020, I did a few songs just playing around, literally, literally just not intending for anything. And I didn't even know I was going to be releasing music in the future. And I did it for fun. And I noticed like whenever I start to create something, I might have something in my mind of what I'm expecting it to sound like. But a lot of times there'll be happy accidents that happen. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> whoa. 
that sounds great. Do you have those moments where your music basically takes on a life of its own? (laughs) I literally live for those moments. I love those. They're the best moments. There's nothing. I try to describe those moments to people sometimes and sometimes they don't get it. But like, oh, man, those are those are like those moments I find are almost like meditative because you're so present, right? Like, and it just sort of happens. Like I have, um, I have a friend of mine and we jam together sometimes and we'll just improvise. Right. And you know, he'll just play me some, some melodies and then I'll just start singing and it'll take on a life of its own. And then all of a sudden you go somewhere and it's that moment where you're like, not thinking about what you're doing. And then all of a sudden something cool happens that you hadn't planned for. I don't know. There's something. And then you sort of snap out of whatever it was. And then you're like, oh, that just happened. You know, this, you know, this thing that I hadn't planned just happened. It's such a beautiful thing because there's not a lot of moments in life where you're you're not like, you know, thinking about what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And, And it's nice to just let go. You know, it's like just surrendering to and music just does that. Like you just you're like, oh, God, I'm going like, you know, so, yeah, yep. it's cool. You know, yeah. I'm curious, just out of curiosity, because I am a very brand new musician. I'm I like I said, I've I dabbled for so many years. I wrote Broken Resolution over 25 years ago. So <laughs> that was my first release that I put out. But what my right. question is this, that like. I'll start to create a piece and sometimes while I'm creating it, it's just done. It's done at like a minute. And I'm like, yeah. this is short. Yeah. You know? Do you have stuff like that? Or do you yeah? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I like I have so many voice memos too to myself where I'll just and it'll be like, you know, a minute or I'll, you know, make up a melody. And it's sort of and then it I'll sort of leave it there sometimes because it's like okay, you know, that's what I did in that time. And there's so many things like that that are sort of unfinished. And it's difficult to know sometimes, like, do I go back to this? Because I did that in the moment and I think it's too short. Or do I do something entirely different? And I feel like it's one of those things where you just sort of feel it out and know if it's it's something that then can be made into something bigger if you want to join it into something that you're already doing. Or if it's just meant to sort of live in that space of because, you know, what's to say that it can't be a minute? You know what I mean? Like, just because we think, oh, it's got to be three minutes or it's got to be two steer, you know. And that's what I that's what I've finally just kind of boiled down to for me. And I released them. I've got like a couple of songs out there that are like 30 seconds to a minute. I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. but Here you go. (laughs) You know, exactly. Yeah. And that's awesome. They're, yeah. they're great for TikTok, you know. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> anyway, cool. I was just curious. I wanted to ask that one. And now a brief message from Ophelia on how you can contribute to the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here, Please consider supporting the podcast with a monthly contribution. To contribute, just click the link in the description of this episode or visit The Real Paw Show on Anchor FM.
I'd like to say a thank you for my contributors, and I would like to welcome you guys to contribute as well. You can click the link in the description of this podcast and donate $1, 5 or $10 a month. You can also do a one-time donation by going to trps.us forward slash podcast. And I have on there available for you to donate on Cash App, PayPal, or Venmo. Thanks in advance for your contribution. Jeremy, anything since we we talked for a little bit? Yeah, when you're uh, when you're creating, do you do you begin with the lyrics or do you begin with a beat or is it some of both? Like where you're just like, you know, here's a beat, here's some backdrop, and and I got to figure out what to put to it. I'm I'm real curious about the process. Oh, so yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> that is uh, so dependent on like so many different things. Like I've written like so okay. I guess like when it comes to, it depends on what, what style it is. So for me, if it's hip hop, I'll usually start writing bars first. Well, I used to do this more where I would just write things first and then sort of find something that went with it and made minor adjustments where I had to. And I would always write verses before hooks when it comes to like that style of, of music. But then Man, sometimes I'll get more and more now I'll hear something that I really like and then I'll just in my head create a melody and just sound out a few words and sort of play it over and over again. And then from there, I'll start writing lyrics to it. But more and more now it's it's that way where I'll hear something first or I'll get inspired by a song that I've heard that's already completed and be like, oh, I want to I want to do something like that. And then I'll actually go online on like a little hunt and be like so and so type instrumental or da da da. And then I play around because there's some great producers on YouTube and stuff that, um, you know, you'll you'll pay a fee or you could do beat stars or different things, depending on what genre you're using. But I try not to force it. Like, let's say I've written something I really like. And I find a beat that I really like, but they don't fit. I won't force them because that just, you can tell, you can feel that it's forced. I'll wait until something fits or I'll just flow with whatever I hear that inspires me and then create a melody that way. And then lyrics. And like I said, I'll usually write verses always first and then um, hook or chorus will be like a culmination of the overall message yeah <laughs> that's kind of that's, it that's how it happens yeah it's like a puzzle you know every time <laughs> yeah, that makes um, what's that jeremy so that makes a lot of sense yeah like i just i envision you with some with a journal or something with all these songs that are just waiting for the right <laughs> feel of music to put to it where you're just like oh my god that totally fits the mood that this is supposed to fit in and matching it up like that yeah. Yeah. I've got so many journals that just some of them are like scribbles, you know, and then some of them all. all I mean, the, the for me, I'm so, um, you know, sometimes I'll just get inspired in the moment and I'll just write like mad. Right. And then I'll leave it and then I'll be like, oh, where did I put that paper? So I now I try to have them in the journals because you never know when you're going to hear something and then. You know, I'm getting better at having a, a journal for like that real soulful style and then 
when I'm doing more kind of like whether it's sort of rock pop or or the you know more hip-hop R&B style I'll have it in its own section so that you know I can find it a little bit easier than than just papers everywhere <laughs> so yeah that's awesome yeah and and so like the lyrics I think you already hit on it but I'm sorry I'm I'm like ADHD sometimes I zone out um, I am too. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> to the fire right here. Yeah. <laughs> so the lyrics, like for me, they, I, I, I didn't know I was writing lyrics. I thought I was just writing poetry. But um, I think that they will be lyrics at some point. But they are a lot like the music composition as well. Like they come to me in an emotional state, like in an extreme emotional state, whether it be extremely happy, extremely sad, extremely depressed, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. When I get to that point where it feels like I'm going to break or bust because I'm happy, um, it's like I'll hear maybe a, a line somewhere or wa be watching a TV show and they say a sentence and it's like it explodes yeah. in my head. Yeah. It's like, whoa. And then I start like thinking about like this I get really philosophical in my brain, you know, and I start expounding on it. And then I'm like, okay, okay, where's paper? Okay, where's my voice recorder, you know? And I, I'll sit down, literally, girl, I have sat down and in like five min minutes written a full page of these lyrics or poetry. And I share it with a friend of mine and they're like, whoa, when when did you write this? Just a couple minutes ago. What? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, it, it just comes to me. And I love that. I love the, I, I, it's like it's being given to me. Oh, yeah. Is the way I say it, you know? Okay. So we talked about what music does for you and in both avenues of listening and creating. So the third question that I like to keep as a root kind of thing is where do you see your music taking you or where would you like it to take you? Wow. Okay. Well. <laughs> I think when I was starting out, I, I'm not quite sure what, I think for me, it's always been so much about this being an undeniable thing that I have to do because it's just inside of me. And it's like, it's something that, you know, it feels like I'm channeling and it's, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to be gifted to be able to do this. And I see it like that. To be honest, I'm, for me, like the biggest thing that I could get out of doing this is having an audience that just feels like I'm expressing something that that they want to hear. Like I, I want to, you know, I, if my voice is a home for somebody or if my voice is, brings comfort, if people can relate to something that, that I'm writing or that I'm singing and it, and it makes an impact, that's like all I really care about. I'm not really, you know, married or tied down to an idea of, okay, I got to get top whatever billboard or this or that. It's, it's more for me about reaching the people that it's meant to reach and seeing where it goes, like integrating, you know, as what I do changes, you know, when I explore different avenues of it, especially now with this frequency, you know, sound healing, all of that. It's like, I, I want to see what that births and what that adds to my music and how that transforms the music itself and just be open to all the possibilities and all the connections that can come out of it. And, 
And I want to be a voice in whatever way I can for, you know, anyone that's struggling, especially when it comes to mental health and things like that, or, you know, trauma, PTSD, um, um, just it's, it's important for me, like to, you know, because I feel like I've come out the other end with a lot of different struggles. I want to be able to translate and channel that through my music and, and help other people. That's kind of the end game for me, no matter what, because it's that's the biggest pur- purpose I could get from it. It's not about money or anything like that, because as we know, it's it's kind of tough to, you know, to do that. <laughs> but um, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, it's 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 about it's about um, that inner purpose and, and, and connecting with with other souls that it resonates with, for sure. Yeah, and I'm getting a lot of that. The more interviews I do, I'm hearing this as a repeated answer to that question. Really? Yeah. It's the connection. It's not about the numbers. It's not about bigger, better stuff. It's the yearning of we have bared our soul and we want to not let that, whatever it was that affected us, we don't want to let that, like if it was something bad, we don't want to let that bad situation go without turning it into something that can be used and help others. With. And that seems to be like the the main theme behind it. And I'm I'm really excited to see that there are other people out there that that is what they're saying. That's what that's what I'm feeling. That's what they're saying. I will say, though, in the last. OK, so I told you I was dabbling in 2020 In 2021, I downloaded TikTok about the June area. Then in December, I got the crazy idea to start releasing music. Uh I I know when I found you, I told you I thought you were all about photography. And then all of a sudden I started seeing some music stuff pop up and I'm like, okay, are you a photographer or musician? And and my photography, (laughs) my photography goes hand in hand with my music. And that's why like a lot of my covers are my photos. I put a lot of thought into my photos. I started creating the music in 2021. Constant, are you familiar with BandLab? I'm not. I've heard of it. I've got to really do my research here. Tell, tell Download me. Download the app, BandLab. Okay. I created some of my releases completely 100% on my phone. Oh, wow. Okay, well, now, that's happening. Quality-wise, you know. You have to, you, but if you've got a quiet setting, you could yeah. definitely do like a high quality release just with your phone. It's, oh, it's amazing. And CapCut for TikTok, it's a video editor and it's freaking just as good as what I used to edit on the, the Apple computer. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, it's, 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 it's mind boggling. Yeah. So. But anyway, I figured I'd throw those two. No, please do. No, it helps me because like sometimes, you know, if you don't know about these things, you end up paying an arm and a leg for for different services. And and, and, and people don't want to tell you about this stuff because, you know, there's other people out there that are making money off of doing things that, you know, you can easily do. Especially now, these days, there's a lot of different, you know, scams or, or, you know, stuff like that around for sure. Okay, it's time for another quick break where we tell you how you can have your questions or comments aired on the show.
If you'd like to record a question or comment to possibly be aired on a future podcast, just click the message link in the description of this episode or visit the Real Paul Show podcast on Anchor FM. Just another brief method for you to leave a voice comment to be aired on the show? Just simply call 561-342-1761. That number again is 571-342-1761. But yeah, and you are in Vancouver, correct? Yeah, in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yeah, but I've I've been all over the states. Luckily, I've uh, pretty much been all over. I've been to Florida. I haven't been to Indiana, but I've been to Florida, been to Georgia, been to Tennessee, been to. I lived in California for a few years, kind of all around Colorado, New York, whatever, everywhere. And uh, the thing that always sticks with me is I love the American people. I just I just find that everybody is so welcoming and willing to connect it doesn't matter really where you are but like especially in the south too it's 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 like there's you know people are just so genuine and and like want to know your story and where you're from and stuff and and that's really cool yeah over here it's like we're a city in the middle of a big rainforest so that's yeah yeah vancouver is just it's it's a beautiful place there's a it's there's a lot of nature that just surrounds so even just for that sometimes you can take it for granted right but like i can literally you know we're we're we've got ocean and forest and mountains and i can you know within a a span of a couple of hours i can be inspired by mountains or forest or whatever and and then write some music about it but i love traveling it's something that i miss (laughs) <laughs> you know cool. haven't really been anywhere since covid yeah yeah that's so cool but yeah i, I know I, right? I, um, <laughs> I do i do want to one day visit canada because yeah. literally i have met so many people up there um i have one friend john i have d who's in newfoundland i have eddie now is pretty much like an acquaintance friend kind of thing where we chat every once in a while um i knew a, a lady named karina who lived way over on the the west side of canada and that's where i'm at west side yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i figured by the mileage that we had talked about is like yeah. yeah so but yeah i mean i feel the same way like what you just said about the americans i don't feel that here <laughs> i feel it over there <laughs> from like one side to the other yeah that's awesome that you live like right in the middle of like you said basically a rainforest that would be freaking awesome it's pretty cool to do that yeah i would have liked to have seen more i've been to vancouver once oh yeah company but it was one of those things where they flew us in and you're doing classes and you have no idea where you're at and you're leaving the next day so the only thing i can really remember about it to be honest that stuck out was a uh we went to some kind of a chinese place where when you sat and ate they had like a whole giant lazy susan in the middle of the table and so they ate off the different things and they made noodles from scratch in front of you kind of like a japanese steakhouse does all the yeah all the stuff on the 
real. They made those there, and I was like, that's so cool, kind of crazy. Yeah, there, it's a it's a thing. Yeah, it's definitely a thing. That, <laughs> like, yeah, we've got a lot of really good. Um, because Vancouver's pretty multicultural, so there's a lot of like you could decide what you want on any given day, and like it, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. One of the fun things I like to do is I ask you. You ha- you're pretty well established in your music. You've you've developed a fan base. Are there anything that your fans kind of always ask you that you could answer on the show so that people that, you know, general public would probably want to ask the same question? Um, I think a question that I, I get asked a lot is, I guess, when it comes to like my my biggest influences in music and and also like where where I'm going with it in the future. Cause again, because my style is kind of like versatile, it's sort of, you know, it's like people want to know, are you going to be doing more of this or more of that? I would say in terms of, of influences, I mean, obviously right out the gate, like, you know, Amy Winehouse, <laughs> Hannah James, you know, uh, Nina Simone, all, all those big soulful, like, you know, Janis Joplin, um, you know, big kind of boisterous, soulful, female voices even like stevie nicks joni mitchell like all that kind of stuff i love heart too and then um also big into artists like male artists like you know bb king and johnny cash and i love ccr i love the stones i love like all that kind of stuff so i kind of take all these different things and and throw them into a melting pot and then see what happens you know again also a big hip-hop fan but but now more and more it's uh going into that style that that we talked about, which is that very soulful kind of, I guess, soulful is sort of the only way that I can really, you know, pinpoint that neo-soul, raw, confessional soul writing style. And and that's, I think, where it lives. You know, that's where sort of the, the most of what comes out of me lives, for sure. Cool. Being that you're finding the spiritual awakening and you're getting into the, the frequencies science behind all this stuff that yeah everybody debunks it really i mean we haven't really changed much from the middle ages whenever they would burn people at the stake for (laughs) oh it's true scientific stuff that they said was witchery oh i think about that stuff all the time like i really do you know and when you make those there's so much more information now and that tiktok's really cool for getting all this kind of information in a way where you know, it's so fast, right? And it's like, then when you start connecting different dots, right? Especially when it comes to the way you look, like the way if I learned something about, you know, an ancient civilization and what they did and like, it's like, man, you know, they, (laughs) we should be doing this or we, you know, like, it's like, it's really interesting. Yeah, because sound healing started, like sound healing started in ancient Egypt, right? Like they, each pyramid had, and like the chambers, had one of the frequencies yes by the way that they constructed it so each chamber yeah it's nuts they're like medicine people they would just bring people into whichever chamber that was attuned to whatever frequency and they used sound healing for every type of disease yeah i found that out and blew my mind isn't that nuts yeah it's nothing new under the sun it just keeps getting swept under the rug because exactly People don't understand. So it, must be, <laughs> it must be wrong. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially just to explain to people just the origins of this stuff and, and how ancient it is. And, uh, you know, why not tap into that, right? If it works. For sure. Let's do a blurb session here. Just you okay. take it away. All right. So you can find my music on Spotify, and that's going to be under my artist name, Constant. That's spelt with a K. That's important for everything. When you're searching for me, it's Constant with a K, K-O-N-S-T-A-N-T. There are a couple of other artists that have a similar name. So if you want to narrow it down, I would type in constant sometimes and sometimes is the title single release uh, on my new album, Demeter's Daughter. So that will take you right to my artist page with my EP on there and all of the singles that I've released. Um, Same goes for Apple Music. I'm there under the name constant as well. You can find me on IG at constant so my instagram handle is constant underscore music and uh, on tiktok which i'm very much hoping to to grow my my number of followers there so we can start up some of that uh some of those live sessions uh on there soon hopefully Uh, my handle on tiktok is constant again with a k 1111 so constant 1111 1111 is my favorite angel number it's also my birthday so <laughs> that's where that comes in yeah so every time i get one of those things where it says you know all those spiritual notifications 1111 and reading 1111 i'm like i guess i should listen to this so <laughs> yeah thank you for being on the show thank you for having me it's been a blast awesome. it's been great talking to you Yes. Uh, Guys have been so great. Everything that we've talked about, it's just, it's felt like such a great flow and and it's been just so awesome to connect with you both. And yeah. I agree. It's been cool. Hello and welcome to On Focus. This week on Focus, we have two new releases. First up is Constant with Demeter's Daughter. Hey, my name is Constant, and I am excited to announce that my latest EP, Demeter's Daughter, is available now on all music platforms. Go stream it on Spotify or Apple Music. It's so dear to my heart. Every song is about my growth and journey as an artist, and I hope to take you on that journey with me. I'd like to write you a song. So you can know you did wrong. I'd like to air up my laundry. And secondly, we have Is This Love by Natalie Miranda. She has just released this on February 11th. It's out now. Go check it out. And here she is to give you a little sample. Hi, I'm Natalie Miranda, and you're listening to my new single, Is This Love, out now everywhere. If you sign up to my website, nataliemiranda.com, you'll get a free download of the song. How cool is that? Hope you like it. Hey, 
That concludes this episode of The Real Paul Show. I hope to see you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of The Real Paul Show. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. And remember, do what you love with no regrets.